welcome to Candid Podcast. Um, here we have Candid Conversations about a variation of topics. And I am Timmy Marcel. I'm Maeve, also known as um, Maeve Avelli. Um, I hope you enjoy. I guess on this episode, we're going to be talking about, I guess, the you know, the whole 9 to 5 thing versus your dreams, kind of the things you want to do in life and kind of juggling, maybe juggling both at the same time or picking one against the other. So, because I feel like we are both very, very knowledgeable about this topic. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh. So... Maybe we should get started in saying okay. what we do or what we did nine to five wise. What we did, what, what what I still do. What I still do, and for me, is what I did. So, okay. what do you do? Okay, I have a nine to five. Um, my official title is content marketer, but honestly, I do everything. So I do a lot of design work. Um, so content design, but also um, UI UX design. Um, I also create videos, um, optimize content, um, do SEO and yeah, work on website, web pages and things like that. So yeah, that's my nine to five. I work for a startup mm. and do I, do I have to mention my side hustles? I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well mention it Okay. Um, so I do a variety of things outside of my nine to five. So I, so I DJ, um, I design, um, UI, UX design, also graphic design. Um, I used to write on my blog and now I don't really do much of that. Um, I do photography sometimes and videography as well. Um, is that everything? I think that's everything. It's a long list. Is it? Yeah, it's quite good. Okay. It's quite advanced. But okay, so I guess my first question is for you. How do you juggle all of it? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're struggling right now to struggle all of it. It's, it's, it's not even that much. Okay. My thing is just getting... Hmm. How do I juggle everything? So I have my 95 and I prioritize that obviously because I can't not prioritize that. Um, and then everything else, I just take it as it comes. Um, if a job comes up, then I do it. Um, but in terms of like personal projects, I think the main thing is to collaborate. So whatever you're doing, you can't do everything yourself. So even like with this podcast, we're collaborating. Um, collaborate with your peers um, to get shit done yeah yeah I guess it's quite hard to juggle because I guess in my job role former job role my 9 to 5 I was what was even the job title it was like I don't I I couldn't even tell it was like um, recruitment advertising kind of thing it's kind of like a sales role that sounds so interesting it really isn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really isn't like it was the worst i hated every minute of it because oh, i it was so far left of what i wanted to do that i just couldn't do it anymore but um in that sense so like obviously i do like mentioned before i do photography have a clothing line dying breed 
Um, Jesus, like, you know, now I'm throwing events. Like, there's just doing bits, you know. I mean, the photography takes up a lot of my time these days now, thank God, you know. You know, know, at least now we're eating off it. But, like, before, it was kind of hard to juggle everything nine to five-wise and then the stuff I actually wanted to do because, you know, Monday to Friday, I'm doing my job. Mm. <clears throat> and we you... all gotta eat as well, so I kind of had to do my job. Yeah. Kind of maybe neglect some of the other stuff. So, I know some people that are in like a nine to five that they hate, and like they'll come up to me and tell me, "Oh, you're," because I I originally studied law, so and I didn't go into that. Like I was just like, I'm done, but. I know people that have gone down paths that they don't necessarily have a passion for. Um, so, yeah, they. I think some people think it's like courageous to like go for go for something else like totally outside of what people expect you to do. Um, and have you have you ever felt like you were going out of what everyone expects you to do? Um, ooh, that's a great. Yes, because I would say, I mean, I'm not really trying to toot my own horn here, but, like, I always felt like I was too creative to do those kind of jobs. And even, like, some people will say, like, those, you know, normal 9-to-5 office job isn't your thing. Mm. So I felt like I was going out of my comfort zone in that sense, me actually going into that 9-to-5 in general. I mean, like, originally, I guess you can even take it further back to uni that I was doing accounting and finance. I was like... Why did, why did you choose accounting and finance? I couldn't tell you right now. <laughs> that was like an 18-year-old to me. Like, you have to ask him. You were just, <laughs> just, just thinking of money. I was just thinking... I, I didn't even know. I was just thinking, hey, I got into uni. Let me pick something. Like, okay. that was Fair just enough. so far left. Oh, my God. God knows what I did. I suffered in that three years, man. Wow. Right. But, hey, we got, we got a degree in the end. But, yeah, I just feel like... Even my auntie always tells me, she's like, me and my other cousin... Out of her nep- nephews and nieces, those we're the only two that she doesn't expect to do nine to five jobs. Like, with the like creative ones or whatever, we'll do something unconventional. Mm. And I felt like me going into nine to five was just so left field in general. It just basically I needed money, and my mom was kind of on my case anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get a job, you know. But I mean, hey, don't get me wrong, yeah, that job paid for enough holidays, like, so. I know about that. They funded my photography, so. What's the worst experience you've had in a nine to five, or in any job? Like it could be, you could have been a bartender. Yeah, to be fair, when I left uni, I worked at a juice bar, and to be fair, it wasn't that bad because it was part time, so I kind of still had fun. But I think probably the worst experience was in my nine to five job where. You know what it is? Oh, I I didn't want to. I'm not bad bad for anyone I worked with because actually. Speak on it. I really, really enjoyed the people I worked with all the time. Fully loved them all. Speak your truth. But... This is candid. But, like, I hate after-work drinks. I hate that shit so that shit, much. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That is some... Oh, that's some oi bullshit right there, man. I can't do it. I really can't. I really don't know. Oh, but these guys used to drink, like, fishes. Like, what is your problem? I want to go home. Like... But the thing is, sometimes it's okay. It's okay. The only time sometimes. It was okay. The only time it was okay for me was leaving drinks. Some, I think someone. when I um, first had my internship, uh, like, three years ago, two years ago, um, and we'd have, like, after-work drinks, that was, like, completely fine. I think 
because the company I was working for, there was like very, um, everyone is like super, super friendly and it just felt like comfortable to do that. But when you're in an environment where you're just like, I just want to get home, I just want to have things to do. You're just like, no, I'm not doing these drinks, please. Um, It's, It's mad. I, I remember when I first got my job and I was telling myself like, I really want to differentiate my work life to my personal life because they're just like you know they're completely separate i have friends outside of work that obviously i want to you know hang out with spend time mm. with blah 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 but i guess in the sense someone i was talking to this with someone the other day and the people i used to work with aren't from london so to be fair their friends their london friends are probably their work friends so that's why probably all those guys used to hang out after work drinks and all that kind of stuff and i was always the one like Nah, sorry, I've got plans. Like, I did you did have this. plans? Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes I did. If it was a weekend, I one hundred percent had plans. But if it was like a random Tuesday, they wanted to go work drinks. I was like, bruh, I want to go home. Like, <laughs> I've seen you guys for eight hours straight now. I want, I don't want to see your face anymore today. Yeah. I see you guys more than I see my mum. Like, I don't want to see you right now. Like, you know when you yeah. like you agree to after work drinks, and then one person's like, nah, I'm going home, and you're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn it. That was, I could have said no. I could have been that person. <laughs> but I was like, I was so, like, I think it got to the point where I was so good at saying no that they stopped asking me eventually. Oh. So that was like amazing. I, I hate that it's it. part of the culture. Oh, I hate it so much. Like, you have to be part of the, you know, yeah, I don't know. To just... be fair, I can't lie. The one time I went after work drinks with them and like, it was someone's leaving party mm-hmm. and stuff, like, I can't lie. We, it was fun. It was fun. That day, I just had no plans. It was a Friday night. No plans. The guy that I was leaving was one, like, one of the guys I was cool with in the office. And, like, yeah, it was it was actually really fun night. Like, I didn't get home till like, 7 in the morning. Like, it was, it was kind of mad. But that was the only time they called me like that. Like, <laughs> every other day, it 7 was in the like morning, that. though. 7 in oh the morning. Oh, my gosh. I remember one time. This was my internship as well. I got home at, like, I want to say, like, it was quite late. It was like 4 a.m., 3, 4, three, four. And this was a, during the week because we had gone out for drinks. Yeah. And then I I was expected to be <laughs> 9 wow. a.m. Wow. And when I came in, I came in like maybe like five minutes late, ten minutes late. And the people that had gone to, that stayed out the longest, they were there early. And I was like, how? Wow. <laughs> how experts. sweet? They're experts. They do on the regular. That's why. Wait, I'm not, I'm not about it. But can't hack it. I can't honestly. But yeah, it was it was mad. But like, thank God I don't work there anymore. But I guess it was kind of the thing for me about working in that kind of job and environment is that I just I felt some type of way, like you know, making I'm I'm here like on like some basic graduate salary, mm. and I'm making the CEO, the owner of the company, like rich, like yeah. I'm bringing in business like for him like he's out here in his millions he's barely in the office and i'm just like oh making money for someone else is just it's not it like and it wasn't i wasn't feeling it like it just wasn't my thing man i just so yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember where i heard this or read this but basically when you don't have um when you don't have purpose in your job, it could be like any job. It could be something you're not like necessarily um, passionate about. Like maybe it's like sales or something. But when you don't have, when you don't, when you you find like you don't have purpose in that job, it affects your mental health and affects oh. like how well you do at your job as well. 
Um, do you have you found that? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that job was definitely taking a toll on me mentally. Like mm. I used to like dread going in, and then when I was there, I used to just be like so down, and you know, like it just wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Like the like, oh, it was just like the the day I just the the first day I didn't have to go into work again. I was just like, I felt like I grew wings. Like it was just amazing feeling. So I one hundred percent feel that like. I don't know about you, because your job is kind of rela- in relations to what you do yeah. outside of your job. So do well, you ever feel some days at work, you're like, this is just not it? Like, um, I generally um, enjoy what I do. I mean, I have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy what I do right now. But um, I did have a job where it was just so draining and awful, like... I don't want to speak bad about like companies and stuff, but that company was special. Like, I want to re- like I want to read like a review of that company just so you get the picture because it was so. Okay, let me just tell you some of the things they did. That was that was crazy. And actually, I'm not gonna say it's crazy. I'm just gonna let you decide what you thought of it. Okay, so um, one day in the week, everyone would the whole office would come together and everyone would give, um, not everyone, but one person from each team will give a speech about what they're doing in the week and um, their goals and like all of that. And they had like maybe three minutes to talk, maybe more, maybe less. And once they finished talking, we had this app. So it was an app created by the company where everyone would vote for like vote on how well, they've done in like their speech just in the speech not like it could be on anything you could vote them for anything there's no like there's no criteria okay and you just vote for them and you get you vote for them from one to five no one ever got a five like ever that was like and most people got like twos and stuff which was cool um and then the ceos would then also rate them in front of everyone and tell them how good or bad they've they've done it's kind of demoralizing yeah i mean that's not the only demoralizing thing um so they had this thing where um when new people join the company they would label them as either arrogant or insecure what yes (laughs) i'm not people think i'm joking when i say this but no this is this is facts so i was working there and i didn't know they did this and then one one girl that was um friendly with she was like oh yeah they do they label people as arrogant and insecure i'm like what do you mean she's like yeah check your emails like because i never really checked the emails to the whole office because i got emails maybe like five to ten emails an hour because my job was just so hectic um and i checked the emails to the whole office and they were like oh we have some new people joining um this person is arrogant this person is insecure this person i was like Huh? <laughs> Skirt. What did you get labeled as? Insecure. Oh, that's kind of mean. But I mean, I'd rather or get arrogant. arrogant. I'd rather get arrogant. Honestly, I I was just surprised. Yeah. Like it was very 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 weird. That's very weird. Um, what else did they do? They did like really weird shit. Like I don't. I, I'm just. I'm just gonna mention the, those two things. But working there, that was like kind of the culture, and it was very, it was very demoralizing. Very. Um, my job in itself was very 
I had a lot of I didn't have a lot of power but I had a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. so I would have to go to like developers to I couldn't tell the developers to do certain things yeah. but at the same time I would be responsible if shit went wrong if that makes sense yeah um so yeah it was just very it wasn't where I wanted to be it wasn't creative at all and I didn't realize that until I had gone into the job so it's just like you know when you're you go into a job like every day you're just like why am I here that was literally me yeah um uh do you have any advice for people that have to deal with stuff like that that is very tough I mean my situation was quite unique but (laughs) that was yeah that was mad See, oh, advice is a weird one because I can only kind of tell you of my experiences. But for me, luckily, I was just always interested in other things. So like I said, photography, my clothing line, everything like that. So I would have just be like, I, I, was, I just quit. But then some people can't quit because mm, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's their bread and butter. Like they have to eat, like everyone has to eat. Bro. So like I was in a u- unique position that, you know, once I left my job, it was like, oh, I literally just started getting photography, like mm-hmm. paid photography work, like straight away, pretty much. Like I was so. busy, like I've been, I've still been busy since. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm fortunate. So I don't even, advice wise, I actually don't know if I can give anyone mm. advice. Honestly, it's actually really bad. But I mean, I guess kind of look for other areas you want to work in or look in other companies. I don't know, mm-hmm. it depends. Because I always came with the mindset in. I was it came in the mindset in that job that this is not permanent like this is temporary for me it's literally just to make money like really no no even the reason i actually got that job at that point is because me and the boys were going to miami and i had no way of paying for it because i wasn't working for like months before so i was like how am i gonna pay for this job actually this trip i actually need a job to pay for this trip mm-hmm. so that's kind of how i got start like fully went full mode in trying to get a job mm. but for other people i mean you know i don't really have i know most of my friends are working normal nine to five jobs anyway mm-hmm. so it's not like i've seen or i haven't heard anything about any of my friends you know struggling or anything like that maybe if you are you know open up to me for sure but i really really couldn't give anyone else advice honestly it's very hard because i've been i was just in a unique position mm-hmm. so right now i'm just you know doing my photography like all the time so would you have any advice for anyone like how did you get out of that situation um i mean i didn't really have a choice i just left but (laughs) the thing is sometimes you just have to like even going down a different path to law you just have to you have to decide that this is this like it's your life so you have to decide who you're living for yeah and if you're living you have to decide on like what's your why like why are you doing certain things if you're just doing it for money that's for me that's quite empty um just because i feel like you can get money doing a lot of different things um so even if you have to work a job that you're not too you don't really like that much if it's helping you achieve another goal then i feel like focus on that focus on that purpose and it will help you kind of like get through your days um until maybe you can like leave that job that you're at and things like that 
Um, yeah. I don't know. So. Also, I think there's also an issue of people staying in certain jobs and roles because of the, um, what's the word? Because of the, not the stigma, but like, the priv- not privilege. What what is the word? It's literally at the tip of my tongue. Because it's like an important role. Yeah. People stick to that um job. Yeah. Like if people rate you more. So like if you say I'm a doctor or a lawyer. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like having a badge of honor basically. Yeah. yeah. Do you th- do you ever feel like um you should have gone down a path where people would like rate you more yeah see like that. that's the thing because i guess in our culture nigerian culture maybe it's even just black culture those kind of roles doctor lawyer whatever mm. it's like super highlighted by the older generation like our parents would love for all of us to do that kind of stuff so they can tell other people like my son's a lawyer my daughter's a doctor blah 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 mm. so i just never i don't, I don't know i just never impressed i mean like don't get me wrong being a doctor is like super impressive mm. as like i have a friend i have a friend that's a doctor and he studied for years like mm. oh my gosh like studied for years in university like f- to be a doctor and obviously you know you're saving lives and stuff so that's actually impressive but i mean like <coughs> it wasn't it's just not it doesn't phase me if someone's job is like you know mm. one of those high quote unquote high caliber roles because you know it's coolest to me if someone comes up to me and is like, hey, I'm, I run a magazine or something, you know. Maybe because like, just... Run your own business. Yeah, maybe because I... Those, those, those are generally the things I'm interested in. That's probably why. Yeah. You know. Uh, and have you found that people... You know how people say they they give themselves um, the label of um, like CEO of XYZ and yeah. all of that um, when their business hasn't really taken off or like do you feel like people just want the title and they don't yeah. want to do the work the work yeah it's true i guess you know just saying you have this this and this and yeah do you think that's problematic that's hella problematic <laughs> hella problematic because like is like i guess it's kind of just the culture we're in like with instagram and stuff you people are only just showing what you want them to like i'm only going to show you what i want you to see you know mm. so you know, if I can, I can literally just say, "Hey, I'm the." Obviously, I can be like, "I'm the CEO of my clothing line or whatever," and I show you the clothes. But like, maybe behind the scenes, I'm literally not doing anything. Mm. Like, I'm not selling whatever. But like, obviously, you know, with all that kind of stuff, I personally, I couldn't do that because that's just like an empty title, basically. Then, yeah, that's so problematic. Oh my gosh, yeah. Have you ever found like you've put a label on yourself, and you're like, it's just. Like, I haven't actually done anything. Why am I giving myself that label? Like, imposter syndrome. Um, I would say yes, in the sense, again, going back to my clothing line, I guess I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm a creative director, whatever, like, in the early days. But I wasn't really, like, the ball wasn't really rolling. I wasn't really doing much. But then mm. eventually, we started taking bigger steps to, like, you know, release this and make the website and you know do a pop-up store so i originally mm. i say yes i definitely <clears throat> gave myself a title then realized like i actually ain't done shit so i need to do s- yeah. something now you know and i guess before i could <clears throat> before when i started on photography i used to be like yeah i'm a photographer but like I was, it's not like i was getting paid for it 
Mm. But I mean, like, technically, I can say I'm a photographer, but now I can 100% say I'm a photographer. Like, I'm getting paid for this right now. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I think it's super problem. Not super problematic. I think it is kind of problematic when people label themselves as, like, um, certain things when they're not actually doing the work for it. But also, I found that labeling myself has also made me want to live up to, to that. that so i will yeah. do the work to do that yeah. to live up, live up to that um so i guess it's like a good and it can be a good thing can be a bad mm. thing if you're not actually doing anything um yeah. you just want the title but also titles are kind of meaningless yeah, which 100%. is also why like um when people ask that question what do you do it's like they're just trying to rate you mm. they're just trying to judge you um if you said you were like a zookeeper, <laughs> would, yeah. they, would they still rate you? Yeah, it's true. Um, I guess I, 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 I 100% agree with you. But I don't know, there was always something about me, like going back to our last episode, I guess, you know, when, when we'll talk about Childish Gambino and just like the way he does all these, like so many different things. I remember like when I was in school, and this businessman guy or whatever came to like talk to us and i just he was just like he was such a like typical like elderly like not elderly, like middle-aged white man i was just like feeling himself like mm. but i remember he said the bossiest thing one time it was like if i listed all the things i do on my business card it wouldn't fit and i was just like that's just so gangster <laughs> i don't know why that resonated with me so much then i didn't hear anything else he said in the speech but that bar resonated with me i was like yeah that's i want that like i want to be able to be like i do this 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 mm. so yeah i guess i think i used to it. want that now i'm just like i want to master xyz yeah. i just don't i don't want to be doing so many different things if i'm not that great at anything yeah. so yeah for so me I, it's just i'm trying to narrow down what i do I so i guess in, in an ideal world like you know obviously i guess you you don't want to continue this nine to five work work in life eventually what would you want to do beyond um, that i actually got asked this like last week or two weeks ago mm. um i want to create something maybe like a product or like or something like that that helps people like helps as many people as possible yeah. um it solves like a real problem i think that's my goal also it should make money obviously yeah, 100%. yeah i'm just not gonna create yeah. something that just to create yeah it if it's not solving a natural problem okay um but yeah another thing i wanted to talk about was something to do with the culture of offices do you find like there's this culture of um having a significant other like people always like asking if you have a significant other oh, or like yeah, people always talking about their relationships Ships, yeah. in the office or people getting together in the office Oof, that's a slippery hit that's a slippery mm. one <laughs> like, i asked like three different questions there. yeah but <laughs> i mean there always is like that thing that because i don't know maybe my my office was a little bit it was a little bit mixed because i was put on like one team and the people, there were people around my age, but there were some older people, and they were all like, you know, all in relationships or whatever. Mm. And you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, you need to get a girlfriend, all this kind of stuff, and you know, you need to. Are you serious? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's weird. So weird. It's very weird. But then I got moved to another team, and then that team was even older, and they were like some of them like married and like all that kind of stuff. So it was mm. kind of weird. 
But yeah, I guess there was kind of this culture-ish thing. But then also, going on to your last question, my office was mad incestuous. Oh my gosh, Yikes. the amount of stories I heard. What on earth? Oh, man. If any of you guys are listening, you guys are wild. <laughs> like, you guys are wild. <laughs> the stuff I've heard, them guys were carrying each other on the regular. Like, it was... What's the wild story you've heard of? I mean, don't mention any names. Yeah, don't mention Or give someone, give them code names. Let's just say Bethany. (laughs) I I just know, I just heard like stuff about, you know, Bethany, you know, having relations with someone else. And you're like, oh my gosh. I didn't even like, I couldn't even see it between those two. You know what I mean? It's just when you just at least expect that they've, done something together like you're just mm-hmm. like wow that's just like shocking to me and, and i just knew the gossip because someone else used to tell me in, in my old office um it was man and such as well well yeah. well they encouraged relationships because they wanted people to like stay as in, like they, they encourage ha- relationships so, between yeah it's, it's oh, between okay. employees because they had such a high turnover and yeah. the office were just mad it's crazy um, <laughs> like what i've told you is not even like up to half of the crazy Jeez. it's just like a tiny bit um but they did encourage people to like be together or and stuff like that just because when your significant other is in the office you're more likely to stay in the that company is true. That is um, true. Once they fire one that would be so awkward right it was uh, one time i didn't there was one one couple that i was around once in the office and they were like um she kind of snapped at the guy and i was like Ooh. should i be <laughs> you know, I, I was like keep imagine, stuff imagine working and... with your significant other i think that's like my biggest worst nightmare no that's like, no don't get me wrong it's a no for let's me say though. if i had a girlfriend or a wife or whatever obviously i love you but i don't want to see you 24 7 i see you at home and that's i see you at no. work like no no i know I some think, people yeah. would love that <laughs> uh, that's but, that's my worst nightmare it's not for me 100 my worst nightmare because no, that's mad no 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 we need to we need to we have, we have to have separate lives for sure but yeah i just um yeah 100 percent yeah, it was just weird, weird. I remember there was some... When I left, and one girl that I still talked to in the office, she was like, oh, um, we were having a conversation the other day, and everyone thought that we were together. And I was like, what? Like, because we were, like, friends. Like, yeah. we used to go to, like, maybe go to Tesco or whatever t- together, or get food together, yeah. or go to the kitchen together. Guys and, and girls friends. can be just friends. As in, like, as in, like <laughs> she was like black i was black so they i guess they just assumed that the two oh, black man. people were coupled off or is whatever 100 percent. <laughs> maybe not racist but problematic for sure definitely <laughs> problematic <laughs> you know, at least problematic but yeah that was nah I, I i wasn't trying to have relations with anyone in the office that's that's a big no that's too too awkward have you experienced any like microaggressions at work like because you're black um have I? That's a good question. If you have to think about it, I don't think I did. Maybe you didn't notice anything. Or maybe I didn't notice. I don't know. I think I would have noticed it. Yeah. But I don't think I did too much. It wasn't that bad. No, no, no. I don't think it was really. Because to be fair, at one point there was quite a few black people on my team as well. Mm. So, you know, it was kind of decent. But then they 
kind of dwindled down the numbers like people started leaving and stuff but mm. i don't think i did did you um <laughs> well one time i was working at this place and it was like my leaving drinks and stuff my md was like i don't know what he was thinking but he was like um what did he say he's like oh wh- what do you, uh, what language do you s- what other languages do you speak and i was like um i speak english um and he was like oh no he was like what language do you speak in nigeria and i'm like english because <laughs> you lot colonized us I'm not, I'm not like i'm not i didn't say that but last yeah. part but i was like english and he's like oh you speak your english is really good i'm like hmm? <laughs> i'm like huh? And then oh, no. you know the ob- obviously when you like change your hair every single week, people are gonna ask questions, oh. like oh how did you do your hair? Oh my god! <laughs> or like if you come in with like a straight wig and they're like, yeah. oh I really love your hair like this. I'm like so what about yeah. my afro? <laughs> so yeah, um stuff like that. Nothing too major. It's just like the um like I I don't think I've experienced anything too major. Yeah. I usually keep to myself as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Have have you ever experienced um any like what's the word inappropriate comments or behavior from the males in the off in like like sexually inappropriate? Well, yeah, in that sense, or like just um other inappropriate if there is any other inappropriate terms. Because we had an MD in my office, I was. Why is it always the MD? Why is why are they always moving mad? Was moving mad oh my gosh the things he used to oh say oh my gosh he was what did mad. he do he's just like he's so he's just, you could tell he was just one of the lads in school so he used to just say like the and from what i've heard he wouldn't say it in the office mm. he would say it like outside the office like after work drinks yes it's always after work drinks, after work drinks or like when they were going on a trip so they were going on like a work trip somewhere mm-hmm. and on the way to the trip or on the way back or whatever the journey he'll say something mad so like it was it was bad it was just totally oh. like i would just oof. my my company the hr department was a mess so there wasn't even i don't even know if there was anyone to report him like at that time so oh my gosh. i don't I, know if you can report i haven't experienced anything inappropriate I, that's like one thing i'm grateful for yeah. um i would sing like a canary Whenever. if anything ever hey, happened sure. like do you know in my last company we didn't have a hr department yeah. That, like, Trust who, me, who my, would I have to report anything to? Yeah, my but, company was literally the same. The HR department was like absolute mess. Like so. non-existent. Yeah. I could have sued. <laughs> hey, get your bread. Well, yeah, I didn't experience anything like sexually inappropriate. I don't think, because I, I generally don't think like white guys are interested in me anyway. And I'm made, like the majority of guys that I'm around are white guys um, in these offices, yeah, these office true. spaces. So. Oof. That's, a, that's another discussion for another day. Definitely another discussion. <laughs> but, yeah, but personally, that's how I, I think anyway. But I haven't experienced anything. Fair enough. I guess that kind of comes to the conclusion. Of um, your dreams. Of, yeah, of that nine to five, following your dreams, whatever you kind of want to do. Mm-hmm. But I guess we're gonna, we can kind of cap it off with any recommendations. Now we have the gift shop, which is our, what is it? I guess it's our segment where we recommend anything we're reading, uh, watching, or listening to podcast-wise. Just kind of a gift 
to the to the listeners, you know, to go and look research into them for themselves. So what do you recommend? Um, since we're on the topic of nine to fives, jobs, following your dreams, um, I think I will recommend um some sites that I've used to find jobs in the past. So um not just sites but um communities. So one community I recommend for if you're a creative i hate that word <laughs> if you're a creative follow social social fixed that's s-o-c-i-a-l why am i struggling to spell social <laughs> social fixed um they're good for like recommend recommending like creative jobs and stuff like that um and what else angel angel.co i think it's called um if you're trying to work in a startup um, brighter box if you're a graduate and looking for like a, a new role um yeah those are my recommendations okay. um i guess um my recommendation would be kind of a bit leftish but to for everyone to go and watch dave's brit's performance of black have you seen it yes yeah i thought it was like amazing it really it really moved me you know just has a just has a you know young black male as well it really moved me so that's mine and uh song of the week my song of the week oh my god i don't have a song of the week wait me anything you're listening to that's brand new you know anything you just rinsed this week um i was listening to erica badu a lot um last this weekend so maybe i will recommend Hmm. You got me, the roots and Erica Badu. Cool. Yeah. I'm going for an artist I shot today actually called Ama A M A. She has a song on her EP called Wait, let me find it. It's called Cluttered Mind, and I really like that song. So that's my song. Yeah, that's it for today, folks. Um, until next time. See ya. Bye.